0: Listening to the Dolly Talks Podcast from My Mom at Dali empowers parents like you with parenting tips. My mom's mission is to help parents make their child raising experience easier and more enjoyable by sharing valuable lessons to save them unnecessary struggles. The Dolly Talks podcast is for any person already parenting or planning on parenting a child. Each week you'll hear different experts talk with my mom about important aspects of parenting, self-care, and of course her specialized area of bullying awareness and prevention. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast yet, go ahead and do so now wherever you may be listening, and don't forget to set up your alert so that you don't miss any episodes. Let's get started!
1: My next guest is a wonderful author who has taken the issue of bullying and made it into a book, but he did it in a really unique way. He did it involving some ninjas. Some courage and um, a storyline. So, without further ado, here is my conversation with Antonio Lumley, the author of Burke and Brax: Rise of the Anaconda King*. Well, Antonio, and- thank you so much for coming back to the Dali Talks podcast. Um, our, the last time you and I spoke was a couple of years ago, I think. Yeah,
2: two years ago. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Wow, that flew by quick. Went
2: by fast. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, thank you for having me, though.
1: Of course. And you've been doing amazing things with Brook and Brax. And, um, and so you have new stuff out. So let's, let's talk. Well, first of all, let's introduce you to our public. Tell them a little bit about who you are and what you do.
2: Okay. Uh, my name is Antonio Lumley. Um, I'm an author and also the owner of Ecstatic Books. Um, we have two books that are out currently right now. The first one came back out when you interviewed me, uh, that was Brook and Brax, Undercover Ninjas. Now we did part two of the series, *Brook and Brack's Rise of the Anaconda King. And so the second time we had to do it bigger and better. So both books are uh, for kids ages uh, seven to 12, boys and girls. Um, and, you know, where we're at with the Ecstatic Books is everyone is, is all inclusive. Um, pride ourselves on having lots of diversity and send out a good message and positivity for the kids.
1: Mm -hmm. I love that. And I remember when I first uh, when I I read the first one, um, we discussed that. And I loved the idea that you shared at the time. I was like, all right, all right. And I've been waiting. (laughs) I've been waiting.
2: I'm I'm sorry. Yeah, it's been it's been a long it's been a long time, but we're finally So,
1: yeah. Um, So let's talk a little bit about more about the book. Like what inspired the book to begin with?
2: Um, the, the thing that inspired me with the whole series, um, were my kids, uh, and also one of my, uh, kids friends and they were in the martial arts and I wanted to do something different because I've been in construction for almost years now. So I wanted to do something different. Um, and I just thought, what if I wrote a children's book, but what would it be about? You know, it was the most random, like my son, the most random thing anybody has ever done, you know? Um, to, to do what I do and then to write a children's book. It was kind of crazy, but, um, but we did it. So they were in uh, the dojo one day and they were kind of messing around and they were like maybe 10 years old at the time. And I thought to myself, and, and then the sensei, you know, he corrected them, of course, you know, stop, you know, stop goofing off and stuff like that. And I thought about it. What if I came up with these funny characters that were around 12 years old that looked different and that were best friends. And then I thought about the, the storyline. All right, they got bullied. Okay, well, now I bring the martial arts in. So now they, they can defend themselves. And then they can also stick up for others. So that's, that's how it originally began. And then from there, I just started uh, just playing with it and just taking in my imagination, trying to take the reader's imagination to a different place. I did that with book to
1: hmm. That's really uh, I'm glad that you mentioned that, you know, you're in construction, so you don't have a background in writing or anything like that. You weren't no. a professor about or anything like that, because most people think, oh, this person's an author. They must have a background in communications and literature or something like that. But right. um, you're proof that you don't have to have that background in order to just allow your creativity to get out and be on print you know, and share it with the world. So that's really amazing. And I love that. Thank you for sharing that. Um, Absolutely. So what specifically made you decide, I'm going to write about bullying?
2: Um, I I think it just, it it, it went hand in hand with my storyline, you know, two kids, martial arts, they don't know anything now, but now they have to learn discipline, hard work, and focus, which Brook and Brax, they're half focused, half not, you know, so I really, I really made them like an everyday kid, an everyday child. Uh, but then, you know, they gained superpowers and that they earned, and they, they weren't given. That's a big message too that we talk about: is you know you got to put that work, you put that time in if you want results. And so, you know, is those type of little life lessons that you know we kind of bury in the book as well, while making it fun and still having action as them being uh, ninjas and actually uh, fighting crime and fighting fighting bullies.
1: Mm-hmm. Um, what I love about the first book, I remember you included diversity, which is great. The two protagonists are kids of color. And I love that because statistically, um, children's books are always, for the most part, white kids. And uh, when the protagonists are animals, usually they're male. And that's something that you changed in this book. In the newest yes. one, which I love, because um, I remember discussing that. It's like, hey, we got to get the girls in there, too.
2: Yes. Um, yes, ma'am. I remember yeah. that very distinctly.
1: <laughs> yeah. And I love that that you also included a kid with a disability, which is yes. really unique. And, and uh, you know, we need to give them visibility um, because mm-hmm. people and kids still do not see children, say, in a wheelchair with any type of difference or disability like everybody else. Um, so that was really important, and and I and you're right about the message. I that's one of the things that I really loved about your book. It really um, emphasized on kindness, on courage, on what you said earning. You know, certain things like the powers, and aside from that, of course, it's cool because they're cool powers, uh, really cool <laughs> outfits, and um, it's crazy because I remember as I was reading it, I kept thinking, man this would be the coolest outfits if it weren't made into a movie <laughs>
2: right right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and that, and that's the goal dolly dolly that's the that's you know where i'm going with all this that's, that's awesome
1: Yeah, that that would be awesome. I will definitely help you with that somehow to to make that happen, because um, we need more more books, more messages like that. I I look at what children are looking at right now and teens, and it's very disappointing, you know, Um, and even the books, you know, like they're into these things that just don't convey good morals or values. And then people wonder why kids are acting out or doing certain things. And they think it's not a big deal. They they've crossed boundary lines that you and I growing up would never dare.
2: Yes.
1: And yeah. So, so that's what I love about your book. It really emphasizes the concept of honor,
2: respect, (laughs) all of that.
1: So tell us a little more about the newest book.
2: Yeah. So, so to get back to the main character. So, um, uh, he's half black, half Chinese. Brax is half white and half Mexican. Their sensei is Japanese. We have a, a child in there. Um, his name is Anthony. His nickname is IQ, and he's like his, his his and his IQ is literally literally like off the charts. He's like a, a mastermind um, in, in mechanics and robotics, and he has to be he happens to be disabled in a wheelchair, and he's Puerto Rican. Um, I've, I I've added characters female characters, black, white. And, and so why I do all that is to really emphasize the point of don't emphasize that, you know. So, so I, I touch on all these different aspects and, and, and different ethnicities to let people know that that's not what it's really all about. And, and it, it brings everybody together. What, what it's about is the fight between good versus evil. You know, I'm, I'm African-American, well, considered African-American. Um, I'm half Jamaican and half Cape Verdean. And so I'm considered African-American, I guess, right? And, you know, th- th- there's people out there that look like me that may try to hurt me, you know? As opposed to somebody who's who's not, ethnic, you know? So, so it, again, it, it goes to good and evil. And I have uh, no people and friends and business partners or, of all races and whatnot. So to me, I really try to emphasize that it's not, that's not the big deal. So I bring it to the book. And so that that's one thing that we really emphasize. And on top of that, it's, it's sticking up for others. And, and I sent you a chapter, and I, and I apologize for sending it late, but it's called being, being Upstand," Right. And just, just short on that. So it's actually about these, about the girls and one's Japanese, one's white and one's black and they become best friends and they get bullied by a gang in school. And uh, the gang was actually tormenting uh, a young girl with autism. So I bring that to the book as well. So I, I, I touch on all these different aspects um, just to uh, show the reader um, a, little, a little bit different than what they're, what they're used to in, in, in other books.
1: Wow, I, I love that because you know, autism is so misunderstood, and so many children have it, and they're always labeled something like, yep. "Oh, the weird kid or the kid that's just too different or anything like yep. that. and um and it's hard also on the parents because parents are also misunderstood about, you know the the ways that they deal with um some of the the behaviors that they have in public. And there's so much okay. criticism. So, I'm really glad that you you included that because it's huge, and it's something that more people are talking publicly about, which is great. But I still think that there's too many stereotypes out there yeah. that yeah. kids and adults believe and and based off of those, they behave a certain way and treat people um, a certain way. Um, so yeah, so uh, what what is what was your? Um, main, I guess, challenge as you were writing this book.
2: I well, you know how they, you know, th- there's an illusion that like authors go to, um, you know, some place to get their thoughts together, you know, a mountain or place by the sea. I wrote mine in a hot Florida garage <laughs> for like six, seven months. So if I could do it, anybody else can do it. Wow! You get you a good editor. You get you a good proofreader. You clean it up nicely, and um, and then you you just got to put it. up, You got to roll the dice and then take a chance. To, uh, but one of the messages, and I don't, and I probably got off topic, but one of the messages that I would I would send to uh, uh, future authors is just write, just get it down. You know, put it on paper, get it out, get it out your head first, and then finesse it and and adjust it from there and, and clean it up. So that that would be my advice to them, but. But book two took me quite a while to write. Um, it's, it's almost twice as long. It's 250 pages, which is great. The storyline, Dolly, is crazy. I'm an old school, like, martial arts fan, like, kung fu, like the old kung fu movies. And it always revolved around, like, two masters and, and their disciples. One's evil. One's good. And then some, something happens and the good guys have to get revenge. I brought it to this book. I took that old school element and I made it into a 2022 version for kids. And, and as you know, everything that we have is clean. You saw the music videos that we did. We have two of them by my nephew, Young Pack, uh, one called Brook and Brax, the other one called Anti Bully. Go check it out on YouTube, y'all. It, it's, it's fire. The second, the second one was, was well done uh, with the short amount of budget that I had to do it. But um, everything, everything that we do is clean. So parents, you
0: guys don't have to worry
1: about it when it comes out. So, Yes, I'm glad that you mentioned about the song, because that was one of my favorite things. When I heard it, I was immediately I was like, what? What did he say? And I was listening very closely to the lyrics. I was like, this is the coolest thing, because it's hard to talk to kids about bullying. In, in a way that will intrigue them and make them listen. So I think it was executed perfectly. And your nephew is amazing. He's very, very good. And I, I mean, I was jamming to it. And I know my kids were like, she's such a nerd. But <laughs> but, but they heard it and they're like, oh, that has a good beat. I'm like, yeah. I'm like, are you listening to what it's saying? And he was like, and they were surprised. They were like, wow, I'm surprised. So yeah, that was, that was a smart move because- you know the reality is we have to entertain kids if we want them to exactly, listen
2: to us. Mm-hmm. exactly. and see and that, that's why that's why I kind of I hide these little life lessons in there, but at the same time, I know I have to make it cool I have to make it interesting um and that's the, the other reason why you know wh- one of the things that really separates us from some of the rest that do what I do is that um not only do we have such a diverse uh, amount of characters um, male and female, but also it's just we, we incorporate um, comic book style illustrations at the end of every chapter. There's nobody else doing chapter books that I know of that does that. And, and that's, that's part of the process that took quite a while Is I want to bring that visual aspect along with the words. So, you know, you have some children that like to read, some kids just like to read comics. And so we, we, we took those two together. And we made a hybrid chapter book uh, with comics in it.
1: Mm hmm. That, that is great. I love it. And so <clears throat> you said, again, the ages is from nine to what was what was 12. 12. Mm-hmm. 12, to 12 yeah. Right, great. That, that's a, a good age gap, too, because um, you and I had this discussion that that's when bullying starts to peak and it gets worse and right. worse, you know, the older they get. Um, and we want to make sure that these kids find some way to see themselves in a character that has courage and that speaks up for themselves and for others.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and funny. you know, you have to have the humor in there. Yeah. And those two, those two are crazy. And <laughs> so I'm just, so I'm just going to give you just a little, a little, a little insight. So, so book one, they beat them, they beat them when they learned book 2 they're really high on themselves as far as overconfidence, you know, they really, you know, really feeling themselves. They think, oh, they don't have to train as hard. And they learn very quickly because they had to learn a lesson that there's other uh, kids, you know, in this case, ninjas that are stronger than you, that are older than you, that are bigger than you, tougher than you, and also a little bit of evil, right? <laughs> so, so, so they had to learn how to adjust. And so it's, that's another life lesson, too, is, you know, make sure you I have a I have a, um, a chapter. It's a pivotal chapter called Humble Pie. OK, and, and that's when they learn that lesson. And the next chapter is called Recovery. and The one after that is called Redemption. So once you get broken down, you, you get, you know, you, you, you experience that humble pie. Then you need to uh, reflect on it and then you need to go do something about it. Right. So I, I put that in the book as well.
1: That, that's great. Uh, I feel like um, this book, um, it's going to make kids think, which is something that they really need to do, you know, because mm-hmm. they don't, I mean, they, they see bullying all the time and they, they kind of have that mentality of like, well, it's not happening to me. So none of my business. Right. right? right. And yep. That's yep. the other thing I love about your book that, you know, broken Bracks, they, they had seen it, they and then they stepped in, and then it happened to them. And of course, they had to um, advocate for themselves and defend themselves. Um, And we just need to emphasize that you have to be an upstander, not just for yourself, but for others. And this issue, and I always tell parents, like, look, this issue is larger than you think, because most people think that bullying is just a kid phase you'll grow out of it you'll be yeah. fine look at me i turned out okay it was rough i had it really bad and then and then you you have these things that happen in life where you're like oh that didn't impact me and right. i'm still dealing with that and that's why i have those insecurities and that's why i did this or that or whatever you know um and you got to think too that the kids who are hurting other kids grow up to be the adults that sometimes even employ people and are terrible bosses
2: absolutely <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah they
1: make, oh, yeah. They make uh, people's lives miserable i've had to work with some of them i'm sure you have too um yep. so so when we think of bullying and and uh you know how to solve this problem i, I tell parents like please just make it entertaining and and that's why i recommend why I read your book and I was like, yes, let me know when you have the next one out, because I have my list of books that I recommend to parents and hopefully they will go out and buy your book. And speaking of that, where can people get your book?
2: Um, You can go to my website. It's uh, it's ecstaticbooks.com. That's with an X, uh, X X-T-A-T-I-C, books.com. You can also go to Amazon, put brick and Brax in Amazon and also uh, Barnes and Noble. And um, those are the best places to find it.
1: Yeah. And also I want to mention that you put out, um, uh, announcements on your Instagram too. And that. Yes. That,
2: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I have, I have all my social media contacts, uh, on my website. So you can click. It's, it's really a one, stop shop. Yeah. Um, anything
1: else that you want us to know about your book?
2: Um, I would just say if you parents summer is still here for most, my kids are back in school now, <laughs> unfortunately for them, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> But there's still time for summer reading. Go out and get the Brook and Bragg series, Undercover Ninjas. Follow up with Rise of the Anaconda King. Go to, go to YouTube. Check out our we – we started doing some animation. We have some music videos there. Um, the Anaconda King, this guy is ruthless. You guys don't want to miss <laughs> this thing, how book two ends. Um, and I, think, I think the parents, I think the kids uh, would love it and uh, I definitely appreciate the support.
1: Yeah, there we go. And yeah, I always urge you listeners to please support our local authors. Um, that They do such amazing work, and I feel like sometimes they're not highlighted because they're not working with those big, huge publication companies that have the okay. millions of dollars to get the word out there. So it's up to us to support our um, local authors and Uh, And even if this book is not something that you're interested, um, tell others about it and tell your library about it. I always tell them that because uh, I didn't know for the longest time that if there's a book out there and the library doesn't have it, when you go request it, they are um, almost obligated to order it for you because the public is not asking for it. So I I always tell parents, like, go and ask for the book. (laughs)
2: Yeah. yeah yeah. please do please do <laughs> yeah
1: yeah but of course purchasing is what really really helps as well
2: yeah it does help yeah,
1: yeah. Mm-hmm. certainly yeah any last words anything more you would like to share um,
2: my, my last words is go check us out uh please support uh we definitely appreciate it um uh, we're a small business uh, minority owned so you know any any support would be will be wonderful and one day one day brook and brach will be on the big screen or a cartoon series, um, because these these characters are built for that. So,
1: yeah.
2: Uh, if anyone's have... interested and want to collaborate, just give me a holler.
1: There you go. Thank you so much, and I hope that it does become a, a film, whether it's uh, animation or you know, like with real people. Um, and I look forward to it because I know it's it's amazing, and the quality is great, and um, I, I love your work. Thank you so much for Thank contributing. Thank you,
2: daughter. I appreciate it. All
1: right. Well, I, I guess until the next time, right? The third book.
2: <laughs> well well let, let's see how book two goes and then yeah.
1: <laughs> I'm sure it's gonna let's see how that goes first. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Antonio. Thank you so much.
2: Thank you so much, Dollar. I appreciate it. Love everything you're doing over there.
1: Thank you hope that you really enjoyed that um, conversation. If your kids are into comic books, please introduce this book. Just suggest it. I mean, the holidays are coming and that would be, you know, you never know if your kid's going to love the book. So just uh, support Antonio and his project. I think it's very important for kids to, to know more, to learn more about bowling, and, and to see the representation of others standing up and and being allies. And as always, if you like this conversation, please rate this podcast. Uh, Go ahead and leave us a review and you'll hear from me next week. Okay. Until next
0: time. Hey, did you like that episode? If you did, be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you may be listening and write a review. If you want more tips or some behind-the-scenes videos, make sure to follow my mom at Dolly Talks on Instagram. You can turn on notifications for her posts and stories as well. Thank you so much for listening to this podcast. See you next time.